welcome to the latest episode of the First Day Pod. Wisdom, empowerment, and education. Leanne Hello and Michael Govier are all about supporting you on the First Day Pod. Happy 2021! Welcome into the show. It's our first episode of the new year. I am Michael Govier. It's the first day pod. It's a pleasure to have you aboard this evening. It's going to be a doozy of a show. Me and my wonderful co-host, Leanne Hello, are going to bring you some entertainment and some knowledge. We're going to bring you wisdom, empowerment, and education all in one simple show. Right, Leanne? Right. Yeah, some giggles, probably. <laughs> giggles? can't get rid of them. I'm sorry. There's no laughing. <laughs> okay, then I'm out. <laughs> You're out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have some laughs. Okay. I always, I want to have a laugh. I like to laugh. Yeah. Anyways, it's First Day Pod. New Year 2021. First Day Pod at ProtonMail.com is still the email address that you can use to contact us. You could also DM us on Twitter or Instagram. Our Facebook page has information and our latest posts our live video streams um you can ask questions on there you could share information there's also a group page that goes within the facebook page you know it just gets complicated there's so many pages but it all works and we're happy to share anything with you and you can share it with us so check that out facebook.com slash first day pod and that's it that's all the ways to contact us right i think so I think so, too. We had a good episode last night of our book club. It was a good time. We wrapped up Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now. What did you think of the final chapter, Leanne? I loved it. It was so good. I was a little bit a little bit hazy the second last chapter. Like, it was, it was all coming together, but I was like, oh, man, there's only one more chapter? Like, oh. there's no way I'm going to get it by the end of this book. So, um but I did, and everybody felt the same way, that it was a really good wrap-up. I don't think it's a good enough uh, wrap-up that if you like are listening to this and you say, oh, well, great, I'm just going to read the last chapter then. I think you still need all of the rest to get it, um, but he really did a good job. And what's interesting is that was his, like out of the two books that we read, that was his original one. So it wasn't even like he's, you know, was in it longer and whatever, so... I was really impressed. Yeah, I think everybody had a good time. We learned a lot. Eckhart Tolle, back-to-back books. We did two in a row from him. It is now over, and we are moving on to Leo Biscaglia's Living, Loving, and Learning. Yay! You excited? I am. Yay! All right. Well, I hope it's a good book. It was recommended by, was that uh, Sue Minch's choice, wasn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, Sue. Sue's out there somewhere. Uh, She's in the book club. You can be in the book club anytime you want. Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern time. DM us or send an email, firstdaypod at protonmail.com, and we'll give you the link to the Zoom so you can join us. That's why we do the show. Learning from each other, talking about the topics, not in a lame, cheesy way. We're we're pretty honest. We get kind of, you know, real about it. It's legitimate conversation. It's not... A bunch of, I don't know, like suburban housewives drinking wine. It's much more than that. Because first off, it's all on Zoom, so we're not really in person together. Right, Leanne? Yeah, but you know what? My mom and I were talking about that today because we're like business is totally different. Everything's on Zoom and and whatever. And we were trying to think, okay, when things open up, are we going to want to go back to all the in-person meetings or are we going to want to keep up the Zoom? And I said, you know what? It really, I said, do you feel like you've met Sue before? And do you feel like you've met Ed before? And she's like, yeah, I actually do. And we've only known them through the book club, through Zoom. So I think if you're, (laughs) oh, It's so sweet. Yeah. But we were talking about why we think that Zoom works for kind of building that relationship a little bit more than even in person. Mm -hmm. Because if we had a book club, and we were all sitting around like a table or something, and somebody was talking, you would have to look at them out of like protocol, right? Of like social (laughs) etiquette or whatever. Probably, yes. Now, you look at the person that's talking, but 
I don't know about you, but I look around to see how other people are like responding to it. And if like people are getting it or not getting it or whatever. And so you kind of like get to scan the room. And so you see everybody all the time instead of having that, okay, I need to focus on this person out of respect and then this person and then this person. So you actually get a lot more out of the group setting uh, in Zoom, I think. Hmm. Okay, well, that's different. Maybe it's less distracting and you can focus more on what people are saying. I hadn't considered that. Mm-hmm. At any rate, uh, we love doing the book club and everyone is welcome to be a part of it. So DM us or email the show and we will give you the info. Today, we're talking about 2021. Now what? What do we do now? You know? Yeah, give us the answers, Mike. What's? I thought you had the answers. That was your. That was supposed to be your responsibility for this show. No, no, it was the title and then you were going to fill in the blanks for me. Oh, boy. We could be in trouble here. I was expecting you to be the one who has the answers. If you don't have the answers, we're in big trouble because I don't know what to say. I don't know I don't know anything. I'm just a fool walking around on this planet trying to figure it out like everybody else. But I am excited because, you know, we get stuck. I get stuck a lot. I'll talk about myself. I get stuck because it's 2021 and I'm really excited. I'm like, okay, it's a new year. Here we go. And... Then the old ways are still there, and I don't want to let them go. So mm-hmm. I've kind of been in like a uh, middle ground where I know that there's another wonderful day ahead of me and opportunities for me to do what I want to do, all these plans I have and making music or um, you know the podcast and uh, building them up to be greater and maybe having a website for all the podcasts and all the plans I have all sounded great, but then doing them all requires that I can't do the things I enjoyed or I can't do some of the things that I that were more relaxing for me just to kind of like chill out. And I got caught in between. And I wonder if other people understand what I'm saying. Those of you out there who have really exciting goals and action plans for 2021, you feel like, you know, I'm really excited for this, but... I kind of am stuck where I was before, and I can't move forward. So I wonder if other people feel like that. And if uh, those of you watching on the live stream, if anybody feels that way and you want to share, please do so in the comments section here on the right-hand side of the screen. And if you're listening on the podcast, you could email us and tell us how you feel about it because you're not here right now. But that's uh, that's kind of where I was at. You know, I last oh no, my light went out. Oh, hey, it's back on. <laughs> I think my bulb might be dying. I was really caught in between that the last two days. Today, and not so much today, but much more yesterday. I just didn't feel like I had all these ideas, and I, but I have to put them in the action. I have to do the work. Mm-hmm. And I was my day off, and I'm like, I just want to relax. But it was 2021 now, and it's already way past the first day of the year, so I was feeling like, okay, the clock's ticking. I got to get moving on this. The part, I got to move forward eventually with progress. I can't sit on my keister. And that's where I found myself. And I wonder if other people feel like that. Okay. So, yeah, I I agree because I've been struggling with that as well. Um, but it's funny how you look at things because, like, it's only January 5th right now. So we're only... Right. Right? So Clock's ticking. Let's go. Clock's ticking. We have 360 we're days We're almost out of time! Of <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's just for the year. Um, yeah. So I've been thinking a lot about about that and I put so much pressure on myself for especially for the year that it's like you know you want to do so much in that year and it's like okay you know I'm going to give this up for the year I'm going to do this in 365 days is a lot of time even just trying to give something up or change something or do something for an entire month is a long time so I really like that today is the first day of the rest of our lives and I've been really trying to, really trying to do it that um, that's how I look at it. So when I wake up in the morning, this is the first day. And it doesn't matter if I had a stellar day. Like yesterday, I had an incredible day. But when I woke up, instead of like, okay, now I got to mimic that, do as good as that, or, um, you know, try to beat that or whatever, I was just like, okay, it's a new day. Today is the first day of the rest of our lives. And that's been helpful 
Um, it's still not overly helpful for the eating part of it, but um, for the for like the procrastination and the productivity kind of part of it, it's been helpful not to put the stress of like the whole year or the whole month or the whole whatever. Mm-hmm. So I really do like our premise of today's the first day. It is. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not complaining. I'm just wondering if other people feel like that. I find, I just find myself kind of caught between the things I wanted to do and the comforts that allowed me to just kind of be you know, not so much moving forward with anything, but I was comfy. I'm like, oh, it's, my day's off and I'm comfy and I'm relaxing. This is nice. And Can you do both? No. Why? Because it's time. One has to be done, and the other has to go. So Why? Because there's not enough time in the day to do all that stuff. What is this stuff that you're talking about? I don't even know. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> I've got a lot of work to do, and it's not going to get done without me. So, What is the stuff that you don't want to give up, but you want to give up? It's not that I don't want to give it up. I'm, I'm just caught in the, the ways of my old thinking and habits and routines, and... I like just playing video games and chilling out, but I got a lot of work to do now, and I don't have time for that. So I, that's a distraction, anyways. And when I look back, I don't ever think like, "Oh man, I really missed out on those video games." I never thought that once in my life. So, you know, watching movies and playing video games is not something that is something you hear on a lot of people's deathbed confessions. You know, I wish I had had more time with my video games. That's my <laughs> biggest regret. My love. I love you. Oh, oh. That's old me dying. So. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I love you. Oh, I wish I had more You're video game time. Weirdo. Stop it. No, nobody says that. Um, okay. But I, you know, I also want the responsibility. I've, I've asked myself. Nobody asked me to do these things. I asked myself to do them. So. So what if you, would it be helpful to, like, give give video games as a like reward to like put yourself to bed like no. a half an hour of video games no i don't even want that i, I, I want to be done with them oh i don't okay. i don't need them i'm just that's what my old routine was and it's easier to do that than it is to sit down and think and brainstorm and come up with ideas and questions and plans and focus points and yada 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 so those are more challenging they are it's mm -hmm. naturally you play a video game, you're pressing buttons and chilling. If you are coming up with podcast questions, you're creating a format, you have strategies for your goals and marketing and things of that nature, you have to think about how will I do that and what kind of questions do I want to ask this person who's coming on my show? And things like that require forethought and then thought in the moment. I have to sit down and brainstorm. Mm -hmm. You can't brainstorm and play a video game at the same time. It's too much. You can't brainstorm, watch a movie, and play a video game all at once. That's not going to happen. Very unlikely to happen, my dear. Yeah. So that's where I was. And, you know, it's not the biggest issue in the world, but that's where I was kind of caught in between the last day or two. And I'll get over it. I'm just wondering if other people can understand my plight. Do you guys feel the same? Am I alone out there? And that's fine if I am. I'm just telling you how I feel. Hmm. How'd you do today? I've been, like I said, today was better. I've been, I went and got my uh, prescription. I went to the pharmacy and I, um, I don't know, I did some things. So we're moving forward. I know the party's over. So it was just harder on Sunday and Monday. It was a new year. And I was still caught up with the other stuff. So at any rate, I'm looking forward to this year now. I'm really excited about what we'll do with the podcast this year and all the new people we'll meet. Um, I keep thinking about where we'll go together and how this journey will unfold for all of us, including everybody involved in our First Day Pod community. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good year. Really exciting year. Yeah. Um, this is a good point from Patrick Kelly. The point of distraction like that is to stop the brain from storming exactly it's just like turn the brain off and chill zone out fest it's zone out fest 2021 hey i'm playing video games and nobody cares 
And I wonder if, would it be helpful if you... Oh, wait. Yeah, it's sad face. Sad, sad trombone for the guy playing video games and watching movies by himself. What a tough life. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. go ahead. So, would it... Would would it help at all uh, if you changed like your your wording? And I know that you like like all that. Oh, party's over, but like it's just a different party you're going to. I know it is. I want to go to the party. I'm excited. I can't wait for the party. It's gonna be fantastic. It's happening right now. In fact, it already started, and they're waiting for us. Yeah. So we got the invite. Just gotta get dressed and drive on over there. Yeah, it's right in the now. Right now. In the now. And that's what the last book we did in the book club is about. Now. Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now. And I I buy into it. I don't think it's hokey pokey. I, I think it's not hogwash. I'm very much down with the, uh, the presence and the mind focus and awareness of the present. I have no beef with that. I'm all for it. How is that working? How are you doing with your food? I've been doing pretty good. I screwed up over the weekend, but otherwise I've been eating great. Good. Yeah. I know you said you had it all mastered, and then you didn't. <laughs> At least seems... I never say things like that. So. I know. It seems like every time that I think I have it, I don't know why I say it. I need to stop saying it is what I need to do, and I need to just... Yes. I need to just be... That's what I need to learn this mm -hmm. year. Because um, it seems like every single time that I get it, and then I'm like, hey, it seems pretty easy. Like, oh. Um, then I, like, fall. I think that's fantastic, yes. Here's for you, Leanne. Woohoo! Yeah, and then you're wah, wah, wah. Oh. Why? What happens? Because then I, like... Because I'm doing so good, then it's like all these little things that I can kind of just do. So I brought back the quinoa salad. Yay! Like, oh, okay. That's good okay. for you. That's healthy. Mm-hmm. No. Oh. So then, no. And then I brought back, I was like really hungry one night before I went to bed. And I had done really, really well all day. And yeah. I felt good. But I was like, oh, I'm probably not going to be able to sleep well unless I eat. What did I do? What'd you I didn't do? go for chicken. I didn't <gasps> go for vegetables. I went and I got a nice big thing of peanut butter. But like, wow! I cannot believe it. Is that true? And it was natural peanut butter, so it was like it was good. It was only mm -hmm. like two grams of sugar. Oh, well, which still, oh. <laughs> it's kind of sad, but it's not. It could be worse. It's not the worst thing ever. Right? If it was just one tablespoon. Oh, but oh, then okay. it wasn't, and then I went back, and then I went back, and now for the last two days, I've probably in two days, I've probably had a good eight tablespoons of of peanut butter. Oh, I'm sorry, that's but tough. I'm, I'm in the. It is. I'm in the now. Like okay, so I feel like I'm in the now because I'm yeah. like, it's not like I'm eating and not realizing it. I'm eating it, and I'm like, it's it's okay. It's just that's filling me. And then I'm talking myself through it in the now. But I know it's not the right answer. Well, that's why I knew that, you know, I was making progress. We've been doing well with the, ever since we started talking to Dave Wolf and we focused on our no sugar back in November. We've had mistakes and failures, uh, learning moments, you know. Mm -hmm. We learned. We've mm -hmm. been trying to Get off the sugar, and we know what it does, and our brain tells us what to do. We're not making those choices. We're helpless, but right. we're getting better with it. So there's been moments where we're human, and we give in, but we keep trying, and that's why I decided to start using this app that my brother told me about. I'm really digging it, and uh, it's called Eat Right Now. It's a free app that you can download. There is a program that you can pay for that's twenty four ninety nine a month. What? Is it like eat correct now or like eat this moment? Eat right now. Like right eat now? right now. Oh, eat correct Finally, now. eat right now. Okay. Not eat right now, but eat right now. <laughs> right? 
So like eat correctly now? Yes. Eat mm-hmm. finally. Eat properly now. Okay. And it's got quick little check-ins. It's got a craving button. Like if I press the craving button, it says, "Bring to mind the food you are struggling with." Okay, let's all try this. This is a practice. Oh god. So let's okay. I'm going to bring to mind the food I am struggling with. Go ahead. Let's think about it. Okay? And then mm-hmm. I'll click the button. Imagine eating the amount that you usually eat of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I know how I feel. Let it settle in your stomach. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I don't feel so great. Now, focus on what it feels like in your belly. Notice what your body feels like after you ate it. Oh, (laughs) I feel nauseous. Notice your thoughts and emotions. And then... After you click next, it says, how strong is your craving now compared to before the exercise? And you can go a lot stronger, same as before, a lot weaker, and you can rate it. And then it asks you, do you want to eat now, yes or no? I'll say yes for the hell of it. Now it tells me, eat mindfully. Pay attention to why you want to eat right now. Hunger, emotions, boredom, classic. Uh, Pay attention to what you are about to eat. What is it made up of? What does it look like? What does it smell like? Pay attention as you eat each bite, taste, etc. Keep paying attention until you finish eating. And what does your body feel like now? And what emotions and thoughts are you having right now? So I like this because it engages you in the actual breakdown of what you're doing, when you're eating it, how you're feeling, how it makes you feel. That sounds like a lot of work. That's probably why you didn't want to get away from the video games. <laughs> you just pressed the button. It was not it's easy. It's all in one little app. Plus, this is part of the free one. This isn't you don't even have to pay for this. Oh wow. So Eat Right Now is an app and it's scientifically proven. My brother's very if you yes. saw my brother on the show before, he's very much about data and scientific um, verification. Yes, verification through science. And this app is uh, made by people who are very smart and have verified its abilities through science so if you're struggling with eating and yeah or you know like patrick says it sounds like mindfulness and it is it's about being mindful of your eating be in the now with anything that you're struggling with and me and leanne struggle with eating we do we admit it mm-hmm. it's always been a problem for me as long as i've been an adult i and i know that i say this like if if there was like a tool that we could just like go through all of our podcasts and see every time that I say this and say, oh, yeah, she's already said that like eight times on this podcast already. Um, But I know that I have to go back to abstinence. I have to go. I don't have to. I get to. But abstinence is really, and if Dave is listening to this, he's going to be like, oh, really? It's because, have I ever told you that? Uh, So, Oh, wait, that's good. So that's it's it's truly the only way. Yeah. It really is. For and you. I feel for me, yeah, that's all that I'm talking about. It's just for me because I've been I keep dabbling in this like, oh, it's okay, I can eat healthy food that's, you know, carb related. <laughs> I can't. Carb related. And my mouth is like this is a bad background for me to choose. Why? Because I feel like I'm like creating all the saliva because I keep looking at like the bananas and the pasta and the bread. Now, you just three days ago you were saying there was this food in front of me and my Cheesecake. mouth wasn't watering at all. So what Cheesecake, happened? Cheesecake, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was the sugar. I don't melt. I don't. I don't like. I don't get that way about sugar anymore. Cheesecake, and you know. Cheesecake at the beginning of this whole thing. Yes. That was my big thing. I was like, I don't think I can give up cheesecake. At least when I'm in New York, I have to have cheesecake every day. It's part of my ritual. Yeah. But, but now I like I can go without it because I don't crave the sugar. But like all this stuff, which is sugar, I get, but it's just it's different. Yeah. Well, look, it's 2021, and mm-hmm. even if you don't feel good about yourself today, tomorrow, or right now. Right in this moment is a chance to start fresh. Yes. We don't just say that. We really believe it. And we have made mistake upon mistake over and 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 over again. But here we are. We're still hopeful. 
Can I ask right? you a question? Yes. Okay. So I was thinking about that today. So I fell into the trap of not thinking that the first day of the rest of our lives starts today, oh. but that it starts tomorrow. Uh-oh. So that's when... Really, that's your like, thing, though. I know. So, you said it starts now. I know. It does start now, and that, that means that then you'll make the right decision now. Like, every now is a new chance for a better decision. Yeah. But I, I fell, and I did the whole, like, first day of the rest of our lives starts tomorrow. So then I was like, oh, I better get as much peanut butter in as I can. So I had, like, <laughs> oh, And it was ridiculous because I had, like, a spoonful, and then it I bad? put it in. No, it was actually delicious, and I feel fine. And that whole, epi- mm. that whole exercise that we just did was not helpful for me because I was like, oh, oh. it tasted – it was wonderful. Oh, it feels great in my belly. Yes, Yummy. I do want some more. But anyway, that's not my question. My question is – Okay. So when I know that I'm going to, like, I am going to abstain now. So I am going to tomorrow – well, like, starting mm-hmm. now. Like, I'm just – now I'm not going to eat again unless yes. I want chicken or whatever. Right. Um. So I'm going to abstain, but I did that little like binge before. Does that? Okay, so right. And so really we can have a big bad binge night and we Big don't bad to, binge. Yeah, and we don't have to worry about like it taking our life. Sure, it'll make us feel like garbage, but Eventually it will. Eventually it Diabetes. will. Right. Heart failure. Those yeah, will kill you. They will, but they won't like an overdose if you had an opioid addiction. So yeah. my question is, is because you always tried, like you, it wasn't like just one day you decided that you weren't going to use anymore and then you just didn't use and then that was it. You had like the same kind of cycle that we have with this. But does that go through your head? And this, I know it's a probably a dumb question, but does it go through your head? Like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to try not to have any pills, but then you have more pills? Yeah, of course. So is that like part of why? You know how many times I did that? You know how many times I had pills the night before? I had my Viking in and I'm like, all right, this is it. This is the final dose. I'm going to cherish this tonight. Oh, it's going to be great. And then tomorrow I'm going to stop. <laughs> I did that so many times. So many times. It's ridiculous. That's really, that's really scary. You know, look, when I first moved to Maryland, to leave Detroit area. I was like, I got to get out of here. These uh, these Vicodin pills are just, you know, I can't stop. No matter what I do, I just I just can't seem to stop the Vicodin pills. They're too much fun. And even when I say they're not fun anymore, my life's a nightmare, I just can't stop. Just like I said, I remember I would take a dose. I'd be like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get back to my business. You know, I got these plans, and I'm going to do this and that. And then I'd wake up, and I'd be like, uh, it would wear off, and I'd start to feel miserable, and then I wouldn't feel so well. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to get some more... Uh, yeah, it's more Viking in or else I won't be able to do anything. So that's what happens with all of those. But when I moved to Maryland and uh, my friend Aaron took me in and he, we had a good agreement worked out. I was going to be like the Manny and help him out with his son who needed rides to school and stuff. And he gave me cheap rent and I would get out of Michigan for a while. So it was a win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. But um, initially, you know, when I got there, I was like, okay, well, I'm done now. But like I, I did, like before I left, I had gone on like a week bender of taking a lot of pills. I'd been like clean for a little bit on Suboxone, then I got off Suboxone, and then there was this big party. And then after the party was over, I went on a week bender of taking pills, so I started to get more addicted to them again. And when I went to Maryland, I was addicted to pills at that point, and I couldn't just quit. But I didn't know where they were, so I remember like the first day that I was living there. I drove <laughs> I drove to downtown Baltimore and I was just driving around the streets like just during the day afternoon like, I was like oh, I wonder if I can find some pills somewhere I'll just drive around the streets of downtown Baltimore you know I saw the wire I know there's got to be drugs out here somewhere I mean it was really like it was a major cliche it was like the white guy who saw a TV show who was addicted to pills thought he could find pills in Baltimore it was really just dumb so dumb but there's actually some truth into it because <laughs> there's a lot of, this was in 2017, there's a lot of open-air drug markets in Baltimore, especially in West Baltimore. So I drove over there, and I, I saw these people. They're clearly, like, selling some drugs. I don't know what drugs they are, but they're, like, hanging out, and they're, like, 
they see a white guy like me drive by and they like hollering at me. So I pull over and <laughs> I roll down the window and they're like, they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, uh, do you got any Viking in? They're like, what? No, we don't have that. But they showed me something in like a plastic container. I don't know what it was. It was like a plastic pill container with some type of substance in it. They're like, we got this. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And they wouldn't tell me. And then I kind of freaked out and I just drove off. And <laughs> it was really weird. That's how desperate I was. I had to, I had said I was done. I moved to Maryland for a fresh start, but I was addicted. So I couldn't just get on with my life unless I dealt with the addiction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was crazy. It was just like three o'clock in the afternoon and well, they had something in their hands. I don't know what it was, but I, what I ended up doing, and I don't even, Aaron doesn't even know this. Um, and I'm sorry, Aaron. I mean, I'd, I got straight right after this, but, you know, this is true. He told me if I used pills that he would kick me out, you know. But I technically did in the beginning because I was addicted, like, for, like, a week. And I, I drove. I decided to drive all the way back to Detroit to get pills from Baltimore and then drive all the way How back. How long of a drive is that? Well, it's at least eight and a half hours one way, so it's, like, 17-hour round trip. So I, would drive, I drove all the way back to my dealer in Detroit to get the pills, and then I would immediately turn around and drive back to Baltimore, <laughs> to to Maryland. It was so insane. I did that three times, and after the third time, I'm like, I can't live like this. I can't do this anymore. But I did it three times. That's how that's how strong the hold is. That's how desperate it gets. That's how intense it is. So, yeah. And then I finally was like, I can't do this. And I got on methadone. I got on maintenance and. I stayed clean ever since after that moment. But initially, I didn't deal with the addiction that was, you know, mm-hmm. had its hands wrapped around my throat. I was so desperate and I was so alone. And I, I'm like, I can't tell Aaron this. He's helping me out. You know, you feel like nobody can help you. You feel like there's no one to reach out to. So you're doing everything by yourself. And all of that addiction pill popping was also connected with eating terribly as well. So it's just a double whammy of awfulness. And... You've made so many mistakes, so many. I looked at myself as such a failure and so many disappointments and relapses that it's like people don't want to hear this anymore. So I'm all alone in this and I got to figure it out myself. So, so that's, I, that's how this sugar is the same way. It's in our brain. Yeah. Sugar is sugar's as addictive as cocaine. It's been scientifically proven. I'm sure people have heard stats like that before. It's true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you, you, we're not just going to be able to, <laughs> to, to like get away from it with the fresh, with the turn of a page of a calendar, an imaginary calendar. It's still the same us, same things are going on, unless we're making active changes in our environments to do so. Nothing's changing. Right. I moved to Maryland, but I'm still me, and I'm I brought everything I had with me. It didn't just get left at the border. Once I crossed, you can cross an imaginary border of a state. You can cross. The imaginary line of a month to a new year, everything comes along with you. No matter, no matter how much you think you leave it all behind, that's not how it works. So, wow, absolutely. And that's you know, here's Patrick has some interesting information. Patrick says, "Have you ever considered that the cravings are a part of the guilt of the cheat? Forgive yourself when it happens, and you'll get over the craving faster, rather than dwelling." And you can move on. Good point. What do you think that means to you? For me? Yeah. That absolutely happens. So, yeah, that absolutely happens. That's such a great point, Patrick. So, um, the, like, the peanut butter is a Mm -hmm. perfect example. And this is just, like, a nice, like, anybody that's listening to it would be like, oh, my gosh, she had, like, such a binge thing on peanut butter. Well, I've been trying to be clean clean or whatever in recovery for nine nine weeks right yeah whatever 10 weeks whatever it's been so it's been um, eight weeks but whatever eight weeks so um i don't know a year it just feels like it's my whole life i know my whole life my life my old binges would be like an entire like costco size cake that would be my (laughs) old binge so peanut butter, I've gotten a lot better because I, and I was thinking about that today. I was like, okay, good. Cause like at least when I'm now binging, it's on quinoa salad and peanut, natural peanut butter. But yes, had I had one tablespoon 
of peanut butter and forgave myself and said, yeah, you know what? That was good. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Okay. You know what? That's fine. Move on. That's great. Very good point, Patrick, because it was, it was like, oh my God, like, why did I do that? That was so dumb. And then, Mm -hmm. oh, you know what? I, well, I blew today anyway. So I don't know how many times I said that. And it's like, okay, well, today would be the day then. And then you go and I had like, I had a wrap where normally I would have like a lettuce wrap and it would like just be with my chicken and all these like special little things that I would have. Well, no, it was like, oh, there's a fajita. So I'll have that. Even though it only had like, I looked and it didn't have a lot of sugar. So they were still healthier options, but they were all around that guilt of that first cheat. Yeah. And so it was just, you're absolutely right. If we could just be in the now, thank you. Um, yeah, if we could just be in the now, forgive ourselves and move on, accept the fact that we did it. So easy. Like I just. You don't have to have one decision topple upon itself. That's what happens, right? That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Sometimes Patrick the, says, yeah, go ahead. Sometimes the forgiveness can be as satisfying as the guilty pleasure. Amen. Amen. Sometimes. Sometimes. But usually if you share it with someone else, not just for yourself. Mm-hmm. If you can share in it with other people who understand, that's where you really can tr- really cherish some forgiveness. And you know what? The actually sharing with somebody that understands too. Um, Christmas week, New Year's week, I didn't go to uh, Dave's support group. Dave Wolf. Yeah. Dave, Dave Wolf Recovery. Map, Trigger Free Nutrition, and Sugar Axe. Dot com. Yeah, they have um, uh, recover uh, like a support group every and Thursday, at four p.m. You can DM him for more. Please, please do. It is such a great group. Um, yeah, he's on Twitter. Uh, Trigger free nutrition. Check him out. Thank you, Mike. Of course. So good. This is yeah. the first day pod. Yeah. So um, education, right? Empowerment. So this was um, both of those days because it was on a holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at one o'clock. And so I missed both of them and it was like, Oh, it's okay. I have this. No, it makes such a big difference. Even though it's just one day, it's only an hour. It's, it's so good. And you don't even realize how good it is until after and just hearing everybody's stories and knowing that you're not alone. And so, um, yeah, I highly, highly, highly recommend, um, you go to all the things that Mike just said, because it's, it, it's so good. Yes. I concur. And he's going to be on with us on the 26th. Hey! Um, And he's got some exciting news coming up, so uh, I can't wait for that. He does. That's right. So Dave will be on the show later this month. Uh, My brother Matt will be returning as well. He'll be here to talk about mental health on the 19th. Uh, Next week, we have a guest, a new guest named Mike Curlin. He's got something called Open Mike. Now, there's other open mics on the Internet, and that's M-I-K-E because his name is Mike but he's trying to be honest about his mental health and um, food issues that have really gotten out of control during COVID. And he decided to just, at the new year, he made a video, a series of videos in a Twitter post about his struggle. And we thought, you know, I've been wanting to have Mike on the show anyways for a while because he also, uh, he helps people in his job. He, he does something that is uh, it's a very noble profession. We could talk about that when he's on the show next week. But at any rate... It's perfect for him. So next week, Mike Curlin will be on the show to be talking about his struggles in food, mental health, and how COVID has prevented him from maybe doing more things that he hoped to do that he couldn't do. I mean, we'll let him explain it himself, but I do know Mike to be a genuine good dude. I know him through the baseball world, but there's a lot more to Mike than baseball. And it's open Mike K, I think, is his, pretty sure. His, like, handle? Yeah. Well, his name's Mike Curlin. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, next week we'll have him on. And so we love having these guests on. And some weeks it's just us talking. And we welcome all of your input. Remember, you can email us, firstdaypod at protonmail.com. And your comments in the live stream, like we've had today, are wonderful. Patrick Kelly, that's a new name for me. I, I am really glad that you're here, Patrick. Thanks for sharing your comments because we can engage and kind of jump off from each other's points and i really appreciate that i do yes thank you patrick i know leanne does she loves that stuff oh it's so awesome and that was that was such a big thing i never really 
You don't really think about that, about the whole, like, if you just could forgive yourself for that one indiscretion, then you could kind of move on to the rest of it. And we, even though we talked about it, we talked about that in the book. <gasps> but it's just, sometimes it's difficult when you're in it. So. No, you're right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you could, yeah, you're right about Mike's uh, Twitter handle, by the way. It's Open Mike K. I'll post mm-hmm. that right here in the comment section at Open Mike K. And I was thinking about another thing. So, like, because um, we're going to do, well, I'm going to do, just because I like to have, like, things around in a, like, nice little bow and package. Um, I want to start thinking about having, like, kind of themes for the month, like, kind of just open themes. And so this month I want it to be kind of, like, how are we going to set ourselves up for success in 2021? Okay. One of the things that I was thinking about is non-negotiables. So I had a girlfriend years ago tell me, that um, in her relationship, uh, I think it was her therapist that told her that you have to set up non-negotiables, that there are like just certain lines that are just, this is a non-negotiable, right? Yes. And I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's great. It came up for me in this whole um, making goals for 2021. Mm-hmm. And so I have these goals of like, like right now I wanted – like every 21 days, I was going to do myself like a new challenge that way I could just focus on one thing. I'd get 17 tries in a year um, instead of doing the full month. And so this one was going to be the sleep. I was going to sleep for seven and a half hours. And yeah, it sounds really good and it sounds really easy. Uh, except for I've been super, super busy and not turning off and then having appointments in the thing. And so seven and a half hours is like, it's a goal. But what I have to have is like non-negotiables. So like a non-negotiable is I have to get at least six hours. That, because I've been getting three and a half, and that is not good. That's feeding into feeding into my eating troubles. Yeah. So a non-negotiable is six hours. Then if I can hit the goal, great. But that I need to I need to start setting those kinds of things. The water, I want to do a gallon a day. But I'm not even, because I'm chugging so much coffee to keep myself awake because I'm not sleeping, I'm not drinking the water. So I'm not even getting one liter in. So I need to do like a non-negotiable is at least getting one or two liters in, like picking which one it is. And then if I can hit the goal, great. So I'm Mm -hmm. thinking these non-negotiables, having kind of a baseline minimum that I have to hit is a lot more attainable than trying to hit all of these like goals for 2021. Hmm. Okay. All right. I get down that? with that. I can get down with it. By the way, non-negotiables, I don't want them to be too limiting for you. That's. I know you want to have them so they'll prevent you, mm-hmm. but I don't want you to limit yourself either. And that's, that's always the balance, you know? What do you mean? The, I don't want you to limit yourself with, this is a non-negotiable. There's no debating. This will not be done. And if I, you well, know. the reason why, and I'm not doing it with like everything, but no, I you're need, not. I'm... I need to have it on like certain things that I'm just not setting as a priority. Like, yeah, it's been so. It's been five days. It's been one week. No, sorry, I won't do that. They're Canadian. They are. Yeah. So it's been five days, and I've only hit three days that I've been over four hours of sleep. Right. That's not good. No, it's not good. It's not good for anybody. So yeah. So, hi, Jamie. Hey, yes, Jamie. it's James Andrews. Thanks for checking in. Hello. Hello, James. Uh, Jamie's never. Jamie's always eating garbage, and it's never bothered him. So, I don't know. I don't know how he's done it. He's eaten garbage for twenty plus years, and he's never gained a pound. So, but it's not just the gain. But he knows of the when pounds. to say when. So. Yeah, but it's not just the gaining of the pounds either. It's not. What is it? I'm doing. That was the whole thing. Is I, yes, losing the weight has been nice and. Right. Losing the weight in the future will be nice, but I did it for my sanity. It was when when um, Judy Wolf and Dave, when they said that the house changed when Judy was using, yeah, that's what affected me because I was like, "Holy crap! I'm changing the house when uh, I'm using, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking everybody's being a jerk around me, and they're not. They're being the exact same thing, but I'm like flying off the handle, not being sane." Because I'm having like sugar highs and sugar lows and sugar highs and sugar lows. So I did it for sanity. Sanity. Okay. Well, look. There's I'm so thinking much about what I said. It. I'm thinking about what I said earlier, by the way. And if uh, 
if Aaron happens to listen to this podcast and he's never heard that stuff before, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, he's never even heard this. I I would not have be where I am right now without what um, they did for me. So it's very important. Even though it, I technically violated the law of the land in the first week or so, which I did, but I got on the right path out there, and even if I was miserable for a while, it got better. And bit by bit, it got better and better and better and better, and now here I am. So, Aaron's a smart man and a kind man. He probably knew that it wasn't going to be like smooth sailing right in the beginning. Well, yeah, I mean, he's not a moron. He definitely knows. Yeah. He's a father. He has children, and he's lived on this earth. But uh, anyways, I got through that period, but I just... I never actually told him that, so if he happens to hear it, I'm telling this stuff for the first time on this show, then Aaron, just know that uh, you know, I've told him that many times, and he always downplays it, that, you know, you helped save me, man. You gave me a place to go, and just let me be miserable for a while. I mean, it wasn't always great to hang out with, but I got through the depression, and now here I am. We're doing a pod, we're talking about our lives, honestly and genuinely, with compassion for each other, and trying to share the mistakes... They're not mistakes. They're just lessons. Journeys, yeah. Yeah, it's part of the journey and the lesson. And I am just sharing that so other people know that I am grateful for that. And even though I drove back and forth from Baltimore to Detroit and back and forth and back and forth for pills like a crazy man, which is just so insane. I know how insane it is. Trust me. Um, I'm grateful for that experience because it got, I eventually got on the right path. So if we're talking about sugar or food addiction, and we're talking about getting on the right path because it's, we're not just trying to do it because we want to be like super studs, magazine cover models. That's not what it's about. It's about being healthy so we can live the most, our best life, you know, and a long, healthy life. I do like living on this planet and I don't want to leave, you know, I want to stay here as long as I can. I know eventually it'll end and that's actually one of my goals that we have up here on the board, right, Leanne? Mm-hmm. There's a board, uh, whiteboard over here on my right that says, Happy New Year, and it's got my name and Leanne's name, and we wrote down a bunch of different goals between ourselves. Mm-hmm. And my number one is for 2021. I don't have the drum roll. I need to get oh. that sound effect. Um, it's uh, I could try this one. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. That's yeah. a rim shot. That's yeah, you're not, right. Not the same as a drum roll, no. but it is drums. Mm-hmm. Now, my number one goal, it was just the first one I wrote down, is accept death. I have a real hard time accepting death. We're all going to die, so we might as well accept it, right? Mm-hmm. Have you accepted it? Yeah. You say that, but, you know. No, I, I have. You're ready to go? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Right now. Got your bags packed. Here we go. Yeah. I'm going to say bye. Yeah. I'm actually okay with it. Like, You'll never I'd... see me again. You'll never see your family again. Yeah. It'd be really sad for you guys. It would be. Yeah. But you're cool with that. Well, I'm not cool with it. I'm not going to go do something. I'm not going to go, you know, bungee jumping without a bungee cord. But um, no, I'm I'm okay with it. Whatever happens, happens. I'm very, I'm very settled in that. Um, okay. Oh, gosh. I got to stop. I'm impressed. Down there. Uh, Janice says, by the way, I tried to quit smoking many times, but I finally did it 10 years ago. I am so grateful. Addiction is addiction. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're right. Thank you, Janice. So mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, sugar, cigarettes, heroin, they're all the same in the end. They get into your brain, they lock in, and the receptors need it over and over and over again. If you don't feed the receptors, the receptors get angry. Then you get irritable. doesn't matter what substance it is. Heroin addicts, cigarette smokers, sugar fiends. It's all the same. It's different substances, but they're all doing the same damn thing. They really are. So Yeah, there's a book that your brother recommended for me. It's called The Biology. Oh, I wish I remembered the author. I should have written it down or brought the book. Anyway, it's um, The Biology of Desire. Oh, and, um, maybe we should do that one. Yeah, I really want to in book club. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to. Um, and it's a pretty, like, for what I've read so far, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't read it right at the very beginning. I just kind of, like, opened it up, and I was like, oh, this seems interesting, and I just started reading from there. <laughs> You're um, silly. So it is 
potentially he explains some of the things he's talking about in the middle of the book and i does so he maybe so maybe i'll once i start from the beginning i'll understand it but i told matt i was like yeah, I'm like Googling stuff to like learn about like the things that he's talking about with the brain and the different parts of the brain and how they affect it. But it is, uh, it's a really cool book. And he was a, um, oh, I can't remember what kind of addiction he had. Some substance um, that he was addicted to and now he's <laughs> a neuro. Some oh, substance. It was just something, some substance. Who it knows? It was uh, like, was it? I don't know if it was. Chicken opioids. noodle soup. It was like. Some sort of, I don't know. I don't know what, it, I can't remember what it was. But anyway, um, what is this? Okay, Leanne, stop looking at the screen. <laughs> Squirrel. Okay, so what, is, what does Michelle have to say? I finally quit in 2002. I quit many times before that, a true addiction. Was that smoking? True. Yeah. Oh. You didn't know my mom was a smoker? I feel like maybe she told me that. Yeah, she was uh, smoking with the best of them. Wow. But she finally quit in 2002. Good job, Michelle. She never gave up. She smoked cigars, and then she finally cut it all out. She went from cigarettes to cigars, and then finally cut it out. Uh, Oh, here it is. This is from Patrick Kelly, by the way. Mark Lewis, The Biology of Desire. That's the one. Why addiction is not a disease. That's right. The disease model's getting blown up, folks. Every time they come up with something new, we got another counterpoint to blow that one up. Isn't that fun? That's so great. That's what's so wonderful about the pursuit of knowledge and wisdom. Is like we think we know something. There used to be a time where germs weren't a thing. And then one day somebody's like, there's germs. You can't even see them, but there's germs on you. And people are like, you're crazy, man. You're the craziest person ever. Well, turns out there's microscopic things going on that we don't even see with our eyes that are absolutely affecting our body. So... Whatever is the status quo is eventually going to be blown up mm-hmm. because we're going to learn more. And that's what the pursuit of knowledge is all about. And on this show, that's what we try to do. We try to gain wisdom and knowledge so we can empower ourselves to be I don't, better versions of ourselves. And not so we can be better than anybody else. Just be the best, most knowledgeable and informed and compassionate person we can possibly be. So exciting. It is. I agree. Yeah. The cigarette smokes, we suck. (laughs) Wait, what is Mike saying here? The cigarette smokes, we suck. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, we get the uh, secondhand smoke. It's awful. Yes. Yes. I'm sure my mom regrets that. I mean, my parents smoked growing up. We we huffed. Me and my brothers huffed in a lot of uh, secondhand smoke. But hopefully, I I breathe pretty well. I think I'm okay. (sighs) I never started smoking, so that's good. That's really good. Leanne was a crazy smoker for like 20 years. She finally <laughs> quit in night. No, I'm just kidding. Nope. Leanne nope. hates cigarettes. That was a joke. Yep. I only had one once. And it was that old, <laughs> like, you're with in high school, and it was like the cool thing to do in the park, and it was awful. It wasn't, and that was the thing. It wasn't even awful. Like, I did fine. I inhaled. I wasn't even like, <gasps> one of those, like, girls that were choking. I was, it was fine. How dare but you? But it was just like, what are we why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? It was because the boys were doing it in the other side of the park. The boys are doing it. <laughs> the boys. You know, the, I remember the first time I smoked a cigarette. Oh, My yeah. mom's listening. She gets to learn all about me through this show. So do it I. Was in, yeah, you, I get to learn about you. You get to learn about me. And we get to learn about each other. Huh. Seventh grade. Uh, stole some of uh, Steve, our stepdad at the time, stole some of his Winston's. And me and my friends went over to the cornfield down the street, and we hotboxed him. That means you just huff on him, <laughs> so it would make you feel more crazy. And that was the first time I ever smoked a cigarette. You have to be in a, like in a car. No, we were in a cornfield. Oh, I always thought hotboxing was like you were in like a little box. As far as I was told, it just means you like <laughs> you just keep puffing as fast as possible. It's stupid. So, hmm. anyways, that's where uh, that's where it all started. And I thought it was gross. And I don't know how we didn't smell like cigarettes when we went back to the house. The, you know why we didn't? Why? Because the whole house already smelled the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Le- Leanne, I think you're thinking of this. Uh, that's a different. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yes. Well, in that's- Canada. We call that. Oh, is that what it is? It's a Canadian. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> well, you're listening to the uh, First Day Pod, and we're going to ramp up our show here. It's 2021. We're very excited. I don't, I don't know how this year will go. We have no idea. But we're really trying to get a handle on it because... Me and Leanne, share, we share that. We share this bond of trying to improve through understanding and compassion. We really do. We, we really do care what you guys have to say, and we want to know what kind of wisdom you can impart on us. You guys make the live stream a lot better for us just by these comments you share. You know, Patrick looks up the Mark Lewis title, uh, people telling us when they quit smoking finally, and what a clam bake is versus hot boxing, whatever it is, you know, all these little pieces of information help us learn a little bit more. And I think that's why we do the show, right? We love it. Yeah, we, love we, it. we really do. And someday we'll be sitting next to each other and we'll do this in person and it'll be great. Could you imagine? It's one of our goals. It'll happen eventually. Yeah. It's on the big board. So, you know, first day pod at protonmail.com is how you can contact us. If you want to do the book club with us, next week we're starting a brand new book. So you can jump in fresh. This is a fresh opportunity right now. Living, Loving, and Learning by Leo Biscaglia. Next week, Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, just like every other book club, you can DM us or email us for the Zoom link and we will share it with you. And we got guests next week. Mike Curlin will be on to talk about his open mic weight loss, and mental health journey in 2021 that he is documenting and sharing on Twitter. Week after that, my brother Matthew Govier, behavioralhealth.com, certified mental health counselor, is taking new clients and wants to help you. And then the week after that, Dave Wolf, Dave Wolf Recovery, triggerfreenutrition.com. If you're struggling with food addiction, he has an open addiction group on Zoom every Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern time. You can contact him on Twitter at triggerfreenutrition. Or go to his website, triggerfreenutrition.com. So a lot of information there, a lot of people that we're going to be having on. And that's cool because we kind of met all these new people this year or last year. And now we're, we're going to go on a journey with them in 2021. Yeah, and we mentioned this last week. But if you know of anybody that has a really inspiring story, um, we would love to hear it. Um, if they don't want to come on the show, like we would love to have – we don't need to always have – you know, experts. We want to have people that have. Well, I don't. I don't know what that means, but like, yeah. we don't have to have that. I want to have people that have walked the walk, that maybe don't have. You know, they just know what worked for them, and right. I feel like saying they're experts what, in themselves. Yes, yes, that is correct. Um, but I feel like we get so much goodness out of. That's why I love doing it live i'm so happy that you're able to do this because getting the people to give their input mm -hmm. we get so much more out of it rather than just being told you know this is the way that we do it in our practice although that is super important too because those are tight like tested and true um but sometimes there's just like funky things that just worked for somebody and they'll finally work for somebody else too so um, we would love to share um, if you could share, you know, that with us um, or if they don't want to come on the show and you just want to kind of share their story. Um, we could do posts about them, too, just to get their story out there. So yep. let us know. Absolutely. And I wanted to mention one thing before we go. I forgot to mention this earlier. There's something I stumbled upon in a addiction group on Facebook today. It's called the Sedona Method. Have you heard of this, Leanne? The no, but do you Sedona. get to go to Sedona. Uh, no, I assume they just kind of came up with it living oh. in Sedona, but okay. you, you could, you could go to Sedona and do it. Then I'd like um, to try it. I don't know a lot about it. I just stumbled upon it, but I wanted to share it with you something to kind of take with you. And maybe if you're looking for some more mindfulness or kind of presence and ways to minimize old habits and thoughts that you just can't seem to let go of, the Sedona method seems to be something that could be of use. It's not really... Groundbreaking is kind of reinterpreting a lot of old school ways in new words. Okay. Simply put, it, Sedona Method is a simple, powerful, and easy-to-learn technique that shows you how to uncover your natural ability to let go of any painful or unwanted feeling in the moment. Hmm. Yeah, so 
Go check that out. Google it. Uh, I don't know a lot about it, so I'm not vouching for it. It's just something I kind of stumbled upon in prepping for the show today. That's it. That's the show. Uh, next week, we'll have Mike Curlin on. Open mic on Twitter. Open mic K. It's going to be a good one. He's a really engaging fella, too, and uh, I'm excited for that. So. I can't wait. It's going to be a good time, Leanne. What do you think? I can't wait. I can't wait. And thank you, guys. Thank you for being here in the live. And, um, yeah, we love you all. Yeah, and if you're listening on the podcast, don't forget, you can go on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. We would love that. We seem to get more people listening on Spotify on this show as opposed to Apple. But if you have Apple Podcasts, that's where the ratings really come from. We would be very grateful. If we could climb up in the mental health rankings a little bit, that would be so cool. That's one of our goals for 2021. So if you could support us, if you think we're worthy of that time and your energy, take a moment on Apple Podcasts to give us a five-star review. That's it. My name is Michael Gobier. Next week, we'll see you at the same time, 8 o'clock Eastern. And that's it. 